I'm better off healed than I ever was unbroken. Beth Moore. Greetings to all my Bellas and Bellows. Welcome back to another episode of Candy Coffee Convos. Bienvenidos a todos. I hope everyone listening is doing well. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I really appreciate it. Let's jump right into today's talk because we have a lot to cover in a short amount of time. And by we, I'm referring to a very special guest, one of my dearest friends, Aleni Laura, who is here with me today. Welcome, Aleni. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for taking some time out today to share your amazing story with me and with everyone that's tuning in. So for everyone out there who doesn't know who you are, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So as you stated previously, my name is Aleni Lora. I am from the Bronx, New York. I'm also Latina, and I am the mother of a beautiful Shih Tzu. He's two years old and the cutest thing you've ever seen. Can I tell you that Emmanuel is the cutest little dog I ever met? I bet he's missing you right now. Oh, absolutely. He is so spoiled. I know he's missing me. And I, I actually feel guilty not bringing him with me to this interview because he's always with me. Yeah, I know. You love him. And oh, he, he loves you. I adore him. <laughs> Would you please share why you're sitting down with me today? So actually, I'm here today to share my testimony with you of how God healed me of stage four breast cancer. And I know that this is a very sensitive topic since we're talking about your health. And um, we all know that health is the most important thing. So what made you decide to share your personal experience? I decided to share my personal experience because I have a tremendous testimony. And this testimony is so big and miraculous that I will be selfish if I kept it to myself. I need to share and let the world know that if they also experience cancer, they can beat it because God is greater. Wow, wow. I agree with that. Um, and just from knowing you for several years now, I know just how strong you are, and I just want to tell you how wonderful I think it is that you're actually being so brave and that you're sharing your journey with others because you know it's going to help another person. Thank you, Candy, for acknowledging me about sharing my testimony, but to be honest with you and the listeners, it was extremely difficult when I first got diagnosed to tell someone that I was diagnosed with cancer. I felt embarrassed, I felt ashamed, and I was concerned of what people would think about me. Can you please tell us about when you first realized that something was wrong and how you were diagnosed? Oh my goodness, girl. The first time I realized something was wrong was April 1st, 2015. And I love to sleep on my stomach. I'm like a professional sleeper. I love sleeping and I get most fulfillment sleeping on my stomach and I felt a lump on my breast. It just didn't feel right. Something felt very hard and uncomfortable. And I remember lifting myself off the bed and just touching my breast and I just knew something wasn't right. So once I realized that I had a lump in my breast, the next step was to seek medical attention. And the issue with that is that I didn't have health insurance because I just got laid off of my job. So I'm scrambling to look for a primary doctor and eventually I had a primary doctor. They then scheduled me to get a sonogram so that they could see into the breast. 
at that point they realized that it wasn't looking good and they scheduled me to get a biopsy and a biopsy is when they take a sample of the lump that you have in your chest and they examine it i had to wait a full week and that was the longest week of my life once i got the result it was june 15 2015 and they told me it's not looking good it's cancer and it's spread to your lymph nodes at that point they recommended me to go to one of the best cancer hospitals because that's what, what they specialize in. And that's when I started the process of more examinations to find out if that disease spread to any other body part. Because if so, then it's gonna be a different treatment plan. And unfortunately, it did spread, it spread to the liver. Once that disease spreads to any other organ, it's automatically categorized as stage four breast cancer and it wasn't a good report they didn't give me any hope and pretty much told me that they cannot cure me they could just treat me and they didn't give me any hope pretty much just gave me negative report after negative report confirming according to their medical reports that it will be the end of me it will be my demise but i can't even begin to imagine what that must have been like for you what were you thinking what was going through your head Candy, can I not tell you? It was a whirlwind of emotions. I felt fear. I felt anxiety. I saw my life flash before my eyes. And at that point, I had to just check myself because I couldn't control it. Just fear consumed me and it wasn't a good feeling. And then I felt God come to me. He spoke to my spirit. He said it three times. I'm your healer. I'm your healer. I'm your healer. And when I heard him say that, I just felt a warmth in my stomach and I knew that I would be okay. And how did this news impact your family and all of the people that care about you? Everyone was devastated and they were shocked. They were like, no, like th this cannot be true. They couldn't process it. Mm -hmm. It was just unbelief. Yeah. I can imagine that um, you began treatment soon after your initial diagnosis, right? Yes, well, not so soon. It took about an entire month for me to start chemotherapy because they had to do a whole bunch of other examinations to ensure that the disease did not spread to any other body part. So please tell us a little bit about the kind of treatment that you received, what that process was like, because I know that different people receive different treatment for this kind of diagnosis, and they also have different kinds of side effects too. So it varies from person to person. Um, what treatment did you receive and how did your body respond to treatment? Well, you're absolutely right, Candy. Everyone, initially I thought once you get cancer, cancer is cancer and you all get the same type of chemo, but they have so many different types of cancers and the uh, medicine varies. So in my situation, I did six months of chemotherapy and they gave me three different types of chemos. And it was given to me through an IV through my arm and I received treatment once a week. And what side effects did you experience, if any at all? What was your body's reaction to chemotherapy? Well, thank God I didn't have as many side effects as other people do, but my main side effects was loss of appetite, so I did lose weight. I had a metallic taste in my mouth, which is horrible, so anytime I drink water or any other drink, it tastes metallic -y. So. Because of that, I wasn't eating much or drinking much. I was extremely exhausted. I experienced a lot of bone pain. Because of the chemotherapy, it affects your bones, so you start feeling a lot of pain. Some people do and some people don't. And my nails became very sensitive. My toenails and my nails in my hands. 
you know, it's pretty amazing sitting here with you today and looking at you. The body is miraculous, right? Over time, you've been able to, to bounce back because I'm looking at you now and I have to tell you, if I didn't know you and if I didn't know your story, I would have no idea that you underwent that process and that you had those side effects because I have to tell you, girl, you look great. Thank you so much. That means so much to me, Candy. I really, really appreciate it. But as you mentioned, I also read before that the body has a healing power to repair itself. And, you know, once I got off the chemo, it was still in my system. So I had to wait a couple of months for it to fully come out of my body. But then I started noticing changes, not just physical changes with my hair growing back, but my bones were not hurting me as much. My nails started growing more healthier than what it did when I was on chemo. Well, amen to that. Hallelujah. So let's switch gears a little bit and get into the next part of your story, which is about the many blessings that you've also received as a result of this experience. You shared with me that previously um, there was also a spiritual transformation that you started to undergo, right? And um, can you talk more about that? I feel that during this experience of being diagnosed with a terminal disease, it definitely changed my perspective. My faith in God grew stronger. I always believed in Jesus Christ. I even got baptized as an adult before this diagnosis. However, when you're facing a life-threatening situation and you know that there's nothing that you can do in the natural to fix this situation and you being filled with so much fear and anxiety, my medicine and my solution to that situation was God, the presence of God, the word of God. That's what built me up in my faith and that's what gave me strength to fight back. That I realized that just because the doctors gave me a diagnosis, they do not have the final say. I was not going to give them the power to determine my life so even though they spoke negativity I spoke life and I get it I know that doctors have to be realistic and tell you look when someone is diagnosed with this this is the end result however I realized I'm not going to accept any doctor's report I'm going to stand on the word of God and the word of God says that I am healed the word of God says that I will live and not die and that I will declare his works and that's why I am still here alive because I have been taking the word of God as my medicine and I meditate on it and his word is what's true and that's what I stand on and can I ask you about the vision you had the one that reinforced your faith and your trust, the one that allowed you to know that you were going to receive a miracle? Because you know that I've had my own vision, girl. You know, you and I have talked, and I love me a good vision testimony. Girl, I would never, ever forget this encounter that I had. So I was at church, and they did an altar call of whoever needed prayer, and I went down to the altar, and they had this very famous evangelist, preacher come to our church and he's just so anointed so I told myself that I'm not leaving that service until he prays over me I felt like the lady with the issue of blood in the bible there were so many people in the altar I made my way I said excuse me excuse me I pushed my way through and mind you my sister-in-law was there with me I told her I am not leaving church until he prays over me so he ended up praying over me and when he was praying over me I had my eyes closed and he was praying over me so strongly and he the anointing of God was all over him. And when I opened my eyes, I saw a huge angel over him. And the angel was sitting on a horse and holding 
uh, a sword up in the air like he was ready for battle and he had all his armor on him it, it, it now even speaking about it i'm getting goosebumps all over my body it was an encounter an experience that i will never ever forget and that just reminded me that there's a spiritual world out there and that spiritual world is more real than this natural world it's more real than what we see now in the natural and that just gave me hope and reminded me that God is fighting my battles and that I will get through this and that I'm not going to die, but I'm going to live and I'm going to share my testimony. That's amazing. So it sounds like this angel allowed you to see him. Yes. And that he had a message for you. And that message was that no matter what was ahead of you, you had divine power from heaven protecting you. Yes, I like the way that sounds, Candy. You said it perfectly. No, because I remember the first time you told me that story. Yes. And I was like, I absolutely believe it, you know, because I, I personally believe in angels. That's another podcast. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, amen to, to you and amen to that vision. And it sounds like I've said before in my podcast, you are not alone. So fast forward into the future, because as it turns out, you had to battle this disease a second time. So unfortunately, I found out that I was diagnosed with cancer a second time around in December of 2017. And as a result, I had to endure six more months of chemotherapy and have a mass mastectomy done. Wow. How did that second diagnosis impact you emotionally, but also in regards to your faith? Honestly, it was extremely difficult. I remember when they told me the second time around that I had to go through another six more months of chemo and it was devastating. I grew weary. I kept just saying I can't do this again. But then I realized that I had to stop letting my emotions control me and I realized that I'm gonna have to go through it. So I went through those six months and I told myself that they were gonna fly by and they did. And that's when I buckled down and started focusing on the word of God even more. So there's so many scriptures that I read, but this is one of my favorite scriptures that I read several times a day to give me peace. Cause that's where the answer is, just being in God's presence. I think that that's what helped me get through this. When you can't do anything and things are out of your control, you just gotta stand on God's word. So this is my favorite scripture, Isaiah 43 two. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. I cannot tell you how much peace the scripture gave me. I will recite it so many times each day and I will take deep breaths and that's what will help me get through. Let's talk about support for a minute. What different types of support did you, Alenia, receive during that time in your life? I've been very fortunate enough to have amazing friends and family and their support was amazing it's what i needed without it i don't know how i would have gotten through because there's been moments that i wanted to give up but my family and friends would lift me up you candy was an amazing support system cindy was an amazing support system and so many other countless people that i can't even say because if i do say their names i'm gonna be on this podcast for hours but you know who you are my friends and family that have been there for me you know who you are and i love you and i couldn't have done this without you I'm so glad to hear that you know how loved you are. And I also get to witness it firsthand. 
Last summer, Eleni and I actually traveled together, along with her family, to a destination wedding for one of our mutual friends. And I got to know her parents. You have a beautiful family, and it's a blessing for me to see that. And also, it was great for me to feel like I was part of the family, too, during that trip. Going parasailing was also cool. Yes, I loved it. That's something I would never forget. Me either. That'll be another coffee combo. Absolutely. Please share with us how you're doing today. How are things going for you? I'm super excited to share with you that I am 100% cancer-free and I'm living my best life. I'm just trying to enjoy each day and be grateful for the little things and big things. And how has this changed your outlook on life? From this point forward, what's next for you? Well, pretty much my outlook is just to enjoy life and not focus on the little things. I just want to live my best life. And what's next for me is just sharing my testimony. Whoever I meet or I just feel like I could give them a word of encouragement or they feel like they're going through a difficult storm, I want to let them know that, hey, I've been through this, but look at me now. That's right. I'm getting motivated just listening to you. Wow, thank no, you. I, I really am. Could you tell our listeners how they can stay connected with you after the podcast is over? How can they continue to follow your journey? Absolutely. Well, I have an Instagram page and it's called A Touch from Jehovah Rapha. And Jehovah Rapha just means God the Healer. So that's why I named it that. You can also find me on YouTube on Glory Girls for Jesus. Me and my sister-in-law, Cindy, we share our testimonies and a whole bunch of stories from the Bible. That's amazing work that you're doing. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. So we're almost out of time. We're getting ready to wrap up soon. But before we go, would you please give our listeners three tips or recommendations for how to face a situation that may feel hopeless? I'm so excited to share these tips, Candy, because these tips are very, very powerful. And I hold them dear to my heart because I actively use them. So... I'm giving you something that's very important. It's like treasure. So I hope that you listeners value this because this is why I'm still alive. I value these tips. So the first one is do not come into agreement with any negative report a doctor gives you. You got to contradict a negative report with a positive one. For example, if someone says a doctor tells you you have diabetes, then you are not going to come into agreement with that. You're going to say, no, I am completely healthy and I am whole. I do not have diabetes. Mm -hmm. The second tip will be speak life because there's power in your mouth. So it's very important for you to make declarations, as I stated earlier. And you can also just make declarations from scriptures. The Bible is life. So any that you're dealing with then look for scriptures pertaining to that situation and speak it out loud and declare it and personalize it to you living word exactly Mm -hmm. and the last tip is stop living by your emotions our emotions are very fickle they are not stable you have to live by the word of god you have to stand firm on your two feet and do not be moved by what you see hear or feel you have to stand on the word of god because the word of god is truth Wow. I couldn't agree with you more on those three things. That's part of um, why I got into podcasting. I believe in the power of uh, manifesting things. I believe that we can actually create our own reality. We have the power to use faith. There are miraculous things. Some people call it magical things, forces that we cannot see. It is more than just this earthly life that we can, you know, rely on. We're only here for a short time. 
but it's what power is out there guiding us. What else can we go to and believe on and lean upon when going through a difficult time? So it's not just what someone else tells us. Even a doctor, as, as much as I respect doctors, I think we also have to know that we have power inside us. And there is something even greater than man that can help us along our journey to get to the next phase. Amen, Ken. You said it so well. I agree. And I just want to add a keynote. I respect doctors and I appreciate what they do. However, they do not have the final say. So if they give you a negative report, stand on the word of God. God is the beginner and finisher of our lives. I really appreciate you joining me today on my podcast and sharing your amazing story on this platform. Your story proves that with faith, even a beautiful and miraculous healing can take place. It has been both a privilege and my pleasure talking with you today, my friend. Honestly, Candy, the privilege is all mine. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast and share my testimony with you and your viewers. Until next time, this has been Candy Hernandez and Aleni Lora. Take good care. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that this episode has helped you in some way. That is why I'm putting myself out there. My goal is to make even a small impact on someone's life who is listening. If you would like more content from me, you may follow me on Instagram at Candy Coffee Combos. I welcome your feedback on this podcast via my IG account if you would like to share some thoughts on what you heard today. I invite you to tune in for my next candy coffee combo. And remember that within you lies the power to create anything your mind sees and your heart desires.